You are now listening to the Keys and Anklets podcast, your one-stop source for frank and honest information about the hot wife and cuckold lifestyles. You can find this episode on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher Radio, or you can head to www.keysandanklets.com and subscribe right from the website. Now, let's get to the good stuff with the host who separates fact from fiction, Michael C. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Michael C., back with another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast. And as you know, on this podcast, we talk all about the wife-sharing lifestyle, whether it's hot-wifing, stag-vixen, cuck-holding. And also, I try to throw in a little bit of the BBC interracial lifestyle for good measure, just to kind of spice things up. And what I like to do is I just like to separate fact from fiction. In other words, to give you a kind of behind the curtain about what people really think about and what people really feel when navigating these lifestyle waters. Um, so with me today, I have a, a couple who've become very dear friends of mine. I've known them for a little while. I've been following them on, you know, social media, and we got a chance to meet, and they're just they're just a great couple. Um, they are, uh, you're ATX, right? Okay. And that is JJ. Why don't you guys say hey? Hey. <laughs> 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 and just to let my listeners know, they are a stag vixen couple. Uh, so... Here's what I like to always start with. How long have you known each other, and how long have you been married? We have known each other since high school, um, but we have been married for 17 years. Okay, and you met in high school. So who noticed who first? As a matter of fact, I'm going to ask you specifically. What do you remember about the very first time you saw her? So, <laughs> yeah. No, it's awesome. Um, she was this good girl, and... She didn't. She didn't fall into my camp, like my circle of friends and mm-hmm. all that. But she was very noticeable, and I think it was specific because she was such a good girl. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, that that girl's got something right. But um, she hated me back then, right? And she, and, she and I didn't. She and I, she wasn't falling for your bullshit, right? <laughs> and I didn't necessarily know that. And I was a in told someone earlier today I was a little bit of a, this fuck boy like just like every skirt I could find and get to sniff I was going to town and she was like god that guy's terrible yeah and I met him one time and I went home and told my parents I hate that kid and <laughs> and and I didn't know that obviously but I it, it just didn't like we were just in different zones right running different groups and all that but yeah that's um I I definitely knew who she was. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And how long before you were able to like 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 okay, you said you've known each other since high school. Have you been together since high school or was there like a break where you kind of went your own way and then kind of came back? Yeah, no, we we just knew of each other right. in high school and then we both went away to college and came back and we met after college. Okay. And connected. Yeah, and what was funny was the first time we really hung out together was in high school and she was dating a friend of mine and we geographically, we were hours away, mm-hmm. but, but we had this, you know, connection and, um, I was showing out in the worst way possible or in, and she went back and I think she told her parents like, uh, no, I you sound I like a real catch. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> like, uh, just this arrogance, like just, a teenage boy mm-hmm. and and I had all my girls and all this stuff. So it was just kinda I was in my Did you play little, sports? Yes. Oh, okay. I was 
Yeah, I was a I was a sport guy, and so it, I was just surrounded by this. You're you're so awesome, whatever. And you meet these girls, and it's like, no, you're great, you're great. And she was not that person. She's like, yeah, no, I was I'm complete not. Op- yeah. opposite, like Miss Goody Two Shoes, right? Yeah, and that was you know back then I was like, well, I, that's too much investment. Like I'm <laughs> not I'm not wasting that time. But she's awesome, whatever. And and so yeah, then then we. We went on our ways, and it was after years college. later after college, and we saw each other again at this event, um, and it was like at this restaurant. She'd come up and talk to me, and my friends were sitting there, and she was like, hey, how you doing, all this? And I was like, oh, hey. Mm-hmm. And and she left, and she was just being nice because she's a nice person, right? right? And, and she went back to her friends and all this, and my boys were just like, oh, damn, what's going on? And... I'm like, I don't know, but this is good. Like, I still got it, you know, all this stuff, whatever. And it was later in the day after the event, like, I went up to her and I was like, I need your number. And I told I told those guys in the truck, like, we were sitting by and she come walking by. And I was like, I'm going to marry that girl. And they're like, what? And I, maybe I was just getting mature or whatever, but then I grabbed her number and and that was a bold statement of mine. But. Yeah, I look back and, like, he's the guy that we all said, like, oh, that guy's never getting married. He's never having kids. Like, he's going to be a bachelor all mm. his life. Like, he's just, <laughs> he is who he <laughs> is, right? <laughs> just, not getting, I was, like, not getting the prettiest picture here. No, no, just going, just going 100 <laughs> miles an hour, right? Like, I was just, I was living it to the fullest. And, and I don't want to say I was, like, classified. I wasn't a frat boy or anything like that. But I was just, like, I love women. And, mm. and I'm just not like, I'm not like notching my belt right. deal, but it's just like variety is great, right? And, you know, hindsight comes back and this this explains a lot for me anyways. But, um, yeah, I saw her and I was like, man, that, that purity or whatever, like this good girl piece, mm-hmm. like resonated with me. And it wasn't like, well, I'm going to marry her, I'm going to be normal. Or I'm gonna I'm gonna settle down and do all this. I was just like super attracted to her, and and I I, I told her I was like I, I <laughs> excuse me. you got to edit that shit. Up. I I I told her like I got her number and I called her like 45 minutes after we were on our separate ways. Mm-hmm. And that at that point when he called me that quickly, I was like, oh, he's okay. thinking about you. Okay, mm-hmm. he's yeah. invested. Yeah, and that and, completely changed my mind about him in that second. Yeah, and like I was like I was enamored by it. Like, and it was it was weird because it wasn't like this love at first sight deal. Like I I knew who she was and I've seen her and all that, but I was like, God, like why did I ignore that back then? And I yeah, because you were terrible. But in hindsight, <laughs> though, in hindsight, I'm grateful that I ignored her back then because I, I wasn't wired. I wasn't ready. I wasn't mature enough right. to, to date her, to be that. I would have, I would have fucked, yeah, fucked up. Yeah. I would have fucked that up. And, and we even talked about schools. Like she went to college somewhere else and I went, you know, a different place. And she actually looked at the school that I went to. And if she would have gone to that school, like we would have made that connection, you know, because we knew each other and everything, you know, before, and I would have fucked that up there. Yeah. And so it was, you know, you talk about fate and all this stuff, and 
everything happens how it happens. But for us, it was it was perfect. Yeah. And and you know, so nothing perfect. But. JJ, I have a question for you. How quickly, when you guys reconnected, was it apparent to you from the beginning that he had changed, like he had matured? Yes. Yeah. Like, when he called me, when we left that event 45 minutes later, and we talked, like, my drive was four hours, his was way longer. We talked almost that entire time, and then just the days after, like, he was invested in talking to me because we lived in separate places right. and so it was kind of long distance and invested in talking to me and getting to know me and then he came down to visit and just took me out and really showed me that he was a different person than he was when we were in high school okay so sounds like the beginning of a, of a great love story <laughs> <laughs> i love it so fast forward you know you're married you have a family and if I remember correctly, you had the initial idea about entering this lifestyle. Yeah, which, I mean, to me, it sounds like that's commonplace, right? The it's, guy, it's the majority of the time. Not right. all the time. I have seen a few isolated instances where it was the wife's idea yeah. at first. Yeah. But for the most part, it's the husband's idea. And what I've <laughs> here's my thought on that. If the husband brings it up, and she's not into it, there's not really a lot of fallout from it. It's like, right. oh, he suggested this kinky idea. I wasn't with right. it. I shot it down, whatever. If it's the wife that brings it up, because, you know, you can imagine if a guy is not into it at all right. and right. is like a super jealous guy, because guys already think that every guy out there wants to fuck his woman. Right. What keeps guys from going off the deep end is the fact that their, their woman doesn't think about that. Right. So if a woman actually confirmed to her guy that, oh, yeah, I'd, I'd love to fuck other guys, especially if it's, you know, geared in the interracial side of the life by where it's black guys, and he's not with it. Now, even if they're watching like a football game or a basketball game, he's getting an attitude. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it always makes me laugh. Like, even when the the, the husband brings it up, it's like, okay, how long did it take her to agree to it? Right. Yeah. If right. She, because if she agrees to it like really quickly, it's like, oh yeah, she she was waiting for this. No, right? No, and that's, a, that's the other thing is like, oh shit, like, but I I open a can of worms. How long have you been thinking about this? Like, mm-hmm. is this something that I you know that you've been thinking about before I brought it up? Um, that wasn't the case for us at all. Um, I man, we yeah, so I we so we had we were in bed. Well, we had, before, we just, before, no. Before we I get was, to that, I before was, we yeah. get to how you brought it up to her, because I just wanted to find out if it was you. It was definitely me. So what I'm curious about is when did that thought first get into your head? Like. Man. Like, like what you, you saw something and, you know, it's like, why am I not, why does this thought okay. not make me okay. jealous? Like we why talked about I, this, yeah. we talked about this yesterday, like the science and yeah. all this stuff around it. Um, and honestly, I, I, you know, I was thinking about, I was thinking about the why before I ever brought it to her because I thought I was messed up. Right. Of course. Because I've got this, this prize spouse my other part and why would I even want to you know like show her out or do whatever like this is you know we're together right it's not my possession but it's like this is our sacred spot and why would I you know and I thought about that a lot and there was a girl that that I dated in college and I don't think I even told her this first time for me this is gonna be fun but but she was like, 
she was a she was a fucker. Like, and I like I always was nervous that she was cheating, right? Mm-hmm. And and I it was it was more me dealing with my insecurity of am I good enough for her? Like, does she feel like she got to do something? And she never cheated or anything, right? But she had guys that always wanted to you know get with her and all this stuff, and we were always at different events and all this stuff, and. And there was a moment where, like, there was this guy that was always approaching her and all this stuff, and he was a good guy, but he just, like, always friendly to her and stuff. And I was like, man, this is a little hot, like, even thinking about them hooking up. And I was like, no, I'm I'm messed up in the head. Like, no, it's not right. Well, so fast forward to us, and that that had left, like, it wasn't a lingering memory or anything like that, but... We're dating, and it was never that for us because we're invested. We got a family, we got kids, and all that. And so, like, ride or die. Like, I'm here, she's here, and she had never. We weren't like out traveling events and all this stuff. It was, so it wasn't ever like she's being approached or anything. Mm-hmm. But some man, I I couldn't tell you the 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 exact moment, but I know I was I was away from her, and. I was thinking about all this stuff, and I was like, "And that that fucking that'd be hot mm-hmm. in control." But I knew nothing about this lifestyle. Right. So you, you, you no, you didn't no, come no, to- no, no. So yeah, so it was like, if you're a swinger, you wear a big fucking collar, mm-hmm. and you got a big old chain, yeah, hairy go, chest, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You go do this weird stuff, and you you know live in this shag carpet, all this stuff, yeah. and and so I was like just battling with that in my head, and. I finally told her, I was like, hey, the thought of you being with another guy, to me, is super hot. And she's like, what? Now, up to this point, you know, because she's obviously a very attractive woman, and, and she goes out, and, you know, even even the most vanilla of us have been in situations where right. you see a guy looking at her, or a guy checking her out, yeah. or you have a conversation and ex-boyfriends come up and some guys are like, I don't want to hear about your ex-boyfriends. And, you know, hey, that guy's looking like, like they're displaying yeah. these certain little cues of, of yeah. jealousy. Was that ever there for you? No, so, so if I went back to, like, pinpointing to, to her specifically, it might have been, like, talking about past boyfriends and all that. Like, she had dated this guy in college and all that, and they had all these memories and they did all this fun stuff and everything, and it wasn't like he was like rock star, big dick, right. all this stuff. She and she wouldn't have never, she wouldn't have ever told me that, anyways, because she's like, I'm, I'm a good, good girl, girl. Right. right? And but she would say stuff like, oh, and when I was with so and so, we'd do this, we'd do this, and everything. And I was like, now I'm just mad, and you guys fucking all the time, like right. all this stuff. That's and, where your brain would go. Yeah, and and yeah, it was like this. But it was it was a mental deal for me. Like I'm like, what's what's wrong with me? Because that's the past. That's not happening now. She's not like she's not the she's not wired for cheating or mm-hmm. anything like that. So what? And and I sat there and I not battle with myself, but I kept digging and digging. And that's when I started looking online. Like, is this a thing? Like, yeah. is and, it like a, a mental condition that I have or something? Right. And and and. I mean, I was, I was honestly, I was like, I'm not right because I've got perfect life. Like everything's going good. Why would I 
need to fuck this up. Like, what's going on? And as I started, like, looking online, I'm like, oh, this is a, this is a thing. Mm-hmm. And then I started, like, okay, like, there was a little bit of an exhale, and that was before I told her. Right, right. This is all your, your self-discovery. Yeah, it was just this, yeah, exactly, the self-discovery and this mental piece. I'm just like, all right, I got to figure this out, and I got to figure out how to either erase it or, you know, move on yeah. or and lean into it. And as I saw that there's this community, you know, there's other people like this, that's when I'm like, listen, this turns me on, and we can talk through this, like, we don't have to act on it. I'm not saying we mm-hmm. need to act on it immediately or, or ever, but I need you to know this because I didn't, I didn't feel like it was fair to like have an intimate moment with her and be thinking about this other stuff, which maybe that, I don't know. I, but I was like, you need to know this mm-hmm. because it excites me and, and I don't know that it's just going to go away. I, I can't push a button and it just be gone. Right. And she was, it, and what was funny is we had just had our second kid. And so I think she was on like a hormone spin or whatever. She was like, that's fucking hot. And was I was it, like. That was, that was her first reaction when you told her? It, it was, but it wasn't, it was like the thought. Yeah, the idea. Of yeah, it, yeah, not, it wasn't like, let's fucking, let's right. line them up. Right. Yeah. No. Go back to me being like such a good girl. Right. Yeah. You know? And so that was like this, and I'd like put her off guard and I was off guard you know to some degree i'm like hey listen this is weird but at the same time it still it gets me hot and all this and i'm like let's let's talk through this and and it was it was years Mm -hmm. like years of talking and trying to understand and me looking and at like i love porn like the next guy and all this but it wasn't like this infatuation deal when i would get these these thoughts or get stuck in a moment i would like i would google more like reading shit mm-hmm. was more than watching uh right porn hub or whatever like it's like what's the science behind it yeah like How we talked about why? before the why yeah, yeah yeah and and i was just enamored by that and i was like how many people are out here and the 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 more i saw that this not common but there were people out there that that had this same dynamic i was like okay and you know in porn, it's like cuckold. Yeah, and I'm not a bit like that's that's right. a, that's great, whatever. But that it's either black or white, right? Yeah. So it's like, oh no, it's if you like doing this, it's cuckold, and you yeah. like humiliation. And I was like, but that's not me. Yeah, and it took a long time for me to get to that spot, like to find that little safe spot, that niche within. Yeah. Like, okay, there are people that are like me that, it, you know, still have this. Not alpha, like this. No. This is like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to get told what to do or anything right. like There's that. Right? Submiss- There's fine. not a submission. Yeah, exactly. To it. Yeah. Exactly. And once I saw that, I was like, okay, there are people out here. Right. And then I kind of level off, and I was like, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm not crazy. So once you were able to kind of see that, okay, number one, I'm, I'm not the only one, and number two. There is this space that guys that think like me exist. Right. You know, so that's kind of, like you said, like an exhale moment. Like, okay, whew, I don't have some rare disease or something right. in, rotting my brain. Right. You know, so to you, JJ, when he starts telling you this, usually I found that, that women have a combination of 
one of three responses. And it could be sometimes it's all three, sometimes it's one of the three. But usually in most cases when the husband is the one that brings it up, it's one of these responses. So I'm curious. Response one is usually, okay, are you using this as a way to get to play with other women? Ding, ding, ding. You know, and then the other is um, because, you know, obviously society says that men are jealous creatures and the way that it's excused is, oh, well, I get jealous because I love you. Ergo, if you don't get jealous, does that mean you don't love me? You know, so the second worry is, okay, well, do you love me as much as I thought you did or as you say you do? Because if you did, would you be able to think about me this way? So does that mean that you don't love me as much as I thought you did? And then the third one is, and this one usually comes much later, but if I do this, are you going to look at me the same? Or are mm. you going to see me as some kind of whore? Or like, like I'm, am I still going to be your wife, the love of your life, the mother of your children in your eyes? Yeah. Or are you going to see me as some kind of tramp or less than? Or So did you have any of those thoughts when he started bringing this up? One in three, for sure. Mm-hmm. And, and the first one was my first thought, like... Okay, you're bringing this to me. Cause Why you would she think that? <laughs> <laughs> Based off the backstory. Yeah, right. Yeah, because exactly. you were such a great guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I, I, Checks notes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I believe your exact words were skirt, skirt chaser. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and it totally goes back to that for him. But I think, you know, I think back about, like, the other guys that I dated, too. Mm. I probably would have felt the same way. Right. Like, Oh, you're bringing this to me because you want to see me do this so that you can do that. And I, again, good girl was like, no, that's not happening. Which also led to number three, like, what are you going to think of me? I'm the mother of your children. I'm this, I'm that. Like, that's not who I am. Mm-hmm. And so it took a while. It, I mean, it took, it was hot, like the thought of it. Yeah. Like we would have sex and he would talk about it and bring it up. And I'd be like, oh my that's amazing and then you know it would be great but then afterwards I was like oh god I'm terrible what kind of person am I I can't have those thoughts Mm -hmm. you know and a lot of that goes just back to who I was when I was younger and the way I was raised you know but it just it took a while it took like two years of just talking about it for me to be like okay so for you and this is the the part of your story that that fascinates me is what was it that, what was the tipping point for you? Because, you know, there's a, a, a period in this where you feel like you're kind of, like you're talking about it, but you feel like you're going kind of uphill. And then there's like this epiphany. And all of a sudden it feels like you're kind of on the on the downside of the slope. Like, oh, okay, this is, thinking about it is becoming easier. And I can kind of visualize myself in these situations. And after we talk about it, I'm not, burden with the same level of guilt like what was that tipping point for you I think a lot of it was that he was so patient about it Mm -hmm. like he we talked about it and we talked about it and not we didn't just talk about it in bed like that's the time I remember you bringing it to me the first time like we were in bed and we weren't making out or anything he just brought it up and we just started talking about it but then you know it would make sex hotter and all that and then he was just patient Mm -hmm. and he talked about it not just while we were having sex or making out or whatever but just in regular in front of our children. Of course. But, you know, in conversation and just kept, like, trying to explain to me. And he 
every time he would say like, I'm fucked up. I don't know what's wrong with me. Like, I don't know why I'm thinking like this. And, you know, for me, it was like, it's okay. Yeah. Let's just talk about it. Let's talk about right. it. It's fine. Let's talk through so you it. You could see and him beating himself up yeah, over it. Yeah. It was, it was, and that, yeah. And that made me feel a lot better, like continuing the conversation because, you know, when I said that at first, it like took her off guard and all this. And, and I was fully prepared for her to say, Bye. man, you need to go to fucking therapy. <laughs> like, something ain't right. Uh, like all this. And, and then when she was like at least receptive, like she listened to me talk and was like, no, you're not, you're not fucked up. Like, okay. And then, you know, she would like Lee drop carriage. Like this is pretty hot. Like this is pretty hot. And I'm like, okay, well, this is great. And, but, but the, for her to be receptive to the conversation was, was, I mean, gold for me. If she would have, Right off the bat, and like, nah, you're fucked. You're fucked up. I may have fallen off the deep end. Like, I'm not. I'm not right. And and it was it was great. And at the same time, she says I was so patient. I didn't feel like I was being patient because, mm. you know, it. I don't know how much she thought about it, but it was something that was. It it started becoming recurring. Like, oh damn! Like she's having this conversation with me. Like this is this is amazing and all this stuff. And so it, it became more frequent, but it wasn't, it didn't like take over. Like I would, I was functional. It's right. like a bit alcoholic or whatever. Yeah. Like I was, <laughs> I was a function, I was a functioning, you know, um, hot wife addict. Yeah. You, that, whatever. you have your yeah. martini at lunch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, um, she was, she was great about that. And, and I think that's what helped, you know, get us to that point. And, and, you know, you asked, like, what was a tipping point? And I was saying this yeah. earlier, and you tell the story, because I want to know if there was a guy that you wanted to fuck. Like, oh, that story. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I don't know. So the tipping point for me was just that the continued conversation, and it would get hotter and hotter as we talked about it, and we were having sex. And, like, we'd be having sex, and then we'd talk about it. With, like, he'd bring it up, and then I would climax and be like, oh. Okay, right. that's it. That's making me, you know, more excited. So that was, you know, on our level. And then, I, I mean, babe, I'm sorry. I don't remember this. I really don't. He, I was at, I was at an event. And, I definitely remember. Right. <laughs> I was at an event and he said, I talked, I texted him and was like, hey, let's continue that conversation. And he says that, you know, oh, I must have seen a guy. Yeah. That I wanted to Because fuck. it wasn't like, hey. If you see any hot guys there, whatever, hook mm -hmm. up with them, all this stuff. It was, like, out of nowhere. I was at the house. She was at an event, and she's texting me, like, how are things going at the house? Things are great and all this. She was like, hey, you remember that conversation we had, you know, we mm -hmm. keep talking about? And that's the kind of gap. Like, it wasn't, like, yeah. every day or anything yeah, like yeah. that. Right. It was, it was, you know, it was there were chasms in between. But she was like, remember that conversation we were having? I was like, fuck, fuck, yeah, I remember that <laughs> conversation we were having. She's like... Let's talk about that a little bit more. And in my head, right, immediately goes to, oh, somebody there, yeah, tripped her trigger, and she's like, I would fuck that guy, whatever. And even if it wasn't, I was like, I was done talking to her. Rest of the event, I was like, this is amazing mm -hmm. because it, like you said, they're like over the hump, and she's ready to start filling out. What does that look like for us? So, mm -hmm. Yeah. You know. 
Actually, maybe that is true. Because I feel like you're probably talking about an event I went to in February, and then your birthday was in March. And that's when I said, what do you want for your birthday? And you said, I want to try this. Yeah. And that's when we tried it for the first time. Maybe. Okay, so... Fast forward okay, a little bit. Okay, maybe you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and, and let's be honest, it could have been as simple as even if there was nothing said, just seeing somebody and feeling it like, oh, I, as, like, as guys, oh, I would hit that. Exactly. And be like, wow. So if, if what we talked about was a real thing, I would be able to pursue that. Right. Like hey. I would like I would be able to act on this right. impulse. Like you might not even exactly. say two words to the guy, right. but just seeing it and having that feeling like, oh, so does this lifestyle mean that if I feel that way, I can now act on that impulse instead right. of sitting on it and, and One, pushing it down and feeling guilty about it like most One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I I I would without being there, I would guarantee that was the moment she saw someone who was like, Yeah, that guy's hot. Or he may have, a person may have come up and complimented her or something and made her feel super amazing. And we're like, oh, based off of what we've talked about, this This would have been one of those moments where I could be like, hey, you can have all of this if you want. Yeah. And, and yeah. And obviously that was like infancy of our, you know, journey here, but it was, it was a moment. And and yeah. I was I was grateful for it. I don't, I don't know who that guy is, but so, I want to fucking buy him a beer. So I'm I'm <laughs> just I'm just curious because I'm sure that there's a husband listening who's wondering this. After that text message, do you remember if you jerked off? No, because I had kids. Okay, I was fucking <laughs> watching kids and all this. Way too but many I kids. guarantee you, she got home and I fucked the shit out of her. Like I was like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do this right now. Um, and it was it was like the the. I don't know the spectrum, one to ten. I was I was pegging a ten mm-hmm. from the time she texts that to the time she got home, and I was like, "Get in the room right now because we're we're gonna tear it up." Oh yeah, like <laughs> yes, I can see yes. you standing at the door looking out the yes. curtain. When are you gonna be when driving are you down the street? Home? When are you getting home? Like we've got to. This is like this is a, a payoff, and if that's the only payoff I ever get off of it, like. Hundred yeah. percent worth it, right? Yeah. Because I, it was her in a, this accepting, you know, mindset of yeah, like, yeah, no, this is great, and that payoff was amazing. Yeah, and that's yes. I'm glad that you that you bring that up because you know I've often had this, this conversations with husbands, and they you know of course they always ask me, well, how do I? And that's one of the things that I talk about is you've got to show her how much it turns you on, mm-hmm. right? You, you know what I'm saying? Like right. like you've got to let her feel it in your energy, like there needs to be a difference. Like, like if you always are like this with her, right. When this topic comes up, you need to be up here. Like, right. like it needs to be like a noticeable difference for her to be like, Oh shit, that really does turn him on. And honestly, you know, as a couple, like, I feel like it, you should be there as a husband. And if you're not, then you guys need to communicate and, and address that. Like if it's, if, if you're not hitting both points if it's not working for both of y'all like Mm -hmm. you've got to communicate that stuff because there have definitely been times where you know we've had dates and all this stuff and it didn't hit right with her whatever you know guys she's talked to and like not landing right with me if you're not communicating that stuff like that could become toxic real quick yeah and i've been super protective of i love you know 
personally, selfishly, how this makes me feel, and I want her to experience, you know, as much variety and size of dicks and everything else like that mm-hmm. she can in this. I say controlled environment, but it, like in a safe space, right? And if you allow some of that toxicity to come in, long term, it doesn't work out. Like, and I've seen people and heard stories and all that and and so i've been very protective about okay you have to be right and i have to be right Mm -hmm. and just because someone rolls into town doesn't mean that we've got to go do that if we're not both mentally and and, yeah we're not a take it for the team kind of yeah if we're not right then then it's not beneficial to either of us right and and it should never feel forced right right exactly and and you know I feel bad for people who live out in the middle of nowhere that don't have that opportunity to experience that as much as they would like. Because I think that in this, I'm maybe making too many assumptions, but when you are out in the middle of nowhere and you go to, like you make it a point to go to a metropolitan area where, you know, it's prevalent, you, 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 your boundaries get pushed. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and you're willing to accept less than both approval or, you know, and, and both people aren't happy if that makes sense. Like, and, and yeah, they, I've heard more war stories or horror stories from people like, well, we went to so-and-so city because this was our one weekend and we met three shitty dudes. And, and, and that's, that's something that I don't want. And, and for us, like, Time is money, and we're not sitting here sitting on capital of time. Mm-hmm. Like, so when we go do something, like everyone's got to be on the same page, and it, it's got to be a, this perfect storm. Which the traditional swinger, you know, couple, you've got to meet the perfect pair, and oh, yeah. all four got to jive, and all this stuff. Which I don't feel. I mean, I feel sorry for them that we don't <laughs> we, like we we isolated at least one of them and all mm-hmm. this stuff, but. um yeah, it still has to be right for everybody. Yeah. Like, it can't be a one-sided piece at all. Okay, so I want to fast forward a little bit. So you've you've talked about it. You've taken the initiative of, hey, let's talk about this. And you finally get to the point where you're ready to put some kind of plan into action. So talk me through that. Like, okay, we're ready to actually do this so how did you find the first guy that broke through and wound up being that first date I was very hands-off in the beginning because it was his idea and so I was like okay well then you're in charge Mm -hmm. you figure it out you do the logistics yeah and and I'll say that she's still good girl right right and to go on a swinger website was still appalling to her like right. i don't yeah. i don't look at porn i don't I, and it just like that I, was my I don't mindset know. yeah right? she's just like okay i'll meet you partway and you gotta bring the rest in and so i was like vetting guys and all this and 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 what was funny was back then it was like guessing what her type was yeah because you didn't know right it, there was me and it, it, like you talk about past boyfriends and all this but that doesn't that sample set is not right necessarily because that's more um emotional than 
sex driven, right? So it's not like, oh, well, this guy's built like this. Well, she dated these guys because mentally and everything right. else, it wasn't like, let me see your dick yeah. and go on. And so it was, it was interesting um, because like go on swinger site and like, okay, this single guy, this single guy. And for me, it was validations. I'm in, right. I'll go on TripAdvisor and I'll look at reviews. <laughs> yeah. I ain't going to go eat at a place brand new. Like I want other people to experience it right. before I go. And so validations are important to me personally because I don't want to waste time. And especially for the first time, I'm like, holy shit. This, I need to get this right. This has to be perfect. And the validations were right and all this stuff. And, and she was, it, actually we were staying in town, you know, in the city for the weekend and, and it was like game time decision, right? Okay. And, yeah. And she was like, I don't know, I don't know. And I was like, totally up to you. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, we're having fun, whatever. And then she was like, okay. And so I messaged this guy that I'd at least been talking to. Like, Corresponding with him. Right, yeah. exactly. Just like, hey, maybe, whatever, all this. And I was like, it's a go if you want. And he was like, be there in 15. And I was like, oh, shit. And so I told her, I was, I was so like, nervous. I thought yeah, I was so, so, it, so it, it was that fast. It was like, okay, yeah. you said, okay, let's make it happen. Yeah. And it was like, okay, he's on his way. Yeah. yeah. And, and personally I was like, okay, if, if it were me, like just immediacy would separate like the opportunity to talk yourself out. Of right. It, right. There and, wasn't enough time to get in your head about right, it. Right. Exactly. And I, it was like, this guy's on the way. And she was like, holy shit, all this. And, she can speak to it, but I think the nerves were immense. Mm-hmm. Which, granted, so. I was the same way. I was the same way, and I was like, this is about to happen. This is crazy. But at the same time, I was more excited, and she was, I think she was doing it to appease me. Right. And and I, I, I've, at the same time, I felt bad. I was like, I was like, hold her hand. Like, are you okay? Like, everything, is everything good? She's like, yeah, no, I'm fine, I'm fine. And I was like, and then I felt bad. After which it was it was great. Like the guy didn't you know he didn't come in with soft dick or anything. He did his thing, all this stuff. But I was like, did I just ruin all of this? And she was like, yeah, I don't know if this is for me. And I was like, it just wasn't exciting. It wasn't as it wasn't hot as, as I thought that it was gonna be. Right. You know, in that moment. And I, I mean, he was fine. You know. I think, and, and I, think like, it was, like, I think it was nerves. Like, yeah. look, looking back on it, now that you've been kind of doing it a little while, looking back on it, was it pretty much just you being in your own head about everything? Absolutely. You know, yeah. like, okay. Because, yeah. like, 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 I don't know if that was a one-time thing, but it, if you had had that guy, like, if you met him here at Splash, yeah. you know, like, now that you're no longer in your head about everything, you would be able to just kind of freely just yeah. enjoy the experience. And But yeah. there was so much that you were... Dealing with afterwards, yeah. did you did you feel any guilt? Like, oh my god, I can't believe oh, I just did I, that. Yes, I was like, mm, take me to church. I need, I need some Hail Marys. Yeah. Like, I need all the things. Like, yeah, it was it yeah. was pretty hard for me. But did he you f- was. Did you feel dirty? Yeah, yeah, I felt dirty. I felt guilty. I felt like, who am I? Like, but he was like, like he said, like you're okay. You're okay. This is what we want. This and is what it, we talked about. And, it. and I, I was it, like, yeah. if he doesn't think that I'm a terrible person for mm-hmm. what just happened, then okay. Yeah. And Deep my okay. my goal after that was that 
affirmation that I loved her more than anything. Right. Like, you're not a lesser person. No matter what you're going through, you know, internally, like, I thought it was hot, and I think it's great, and I, I think that there are two pieces, your loving wife and and mom and all this, and the, then there's this hot fun wife. stuff. Yes. Hot stuff. Yeah, and, and, and I just, just constant affirmation, like, no, I loved it, but it, in, so for husbands and uh, don't speak for everybody, but it's like it, there's a selfish piece to it mm-hmm. because I wouldn't have brought it to her. Like if I came to her and said, like, hey, I need to fuck other girls, then that would make more sense for everybody internally. Like, yeah. okay, you're a selfish fucker. Like yeah. you wanted to go do all this stuff. But f- like saying, hey, I want to watch you fuck other people. And she's like, what? Like, so you can fuck other Right. Got girls and all this stuff, and what? But it, there's a selfish piece to it because it's it's hot. Like he tells me all the time, like you're my very own porn star, and and, like, that's, and that's a yeah, and that's you know, a you know a, a slogan that goes around yeah. everywhere. No, but, it, but, it, but to but hear it, that, but from it's him. real. No, it is. It's and, very and, real. And you know, to to watch her being pleased, which we we do well ourselves and everything, but to like if. You could sit here and push a button and have an out-of-body experience. Yeah, like you don't get to see her from that perspective. I get to do that. Yeah. And, 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 and it's the most amazing thing in the world. Preaching and, to the choir. And, <laughs> yeah, right? And, and, and it's not, like, immediate, right? And she was amazing that night, but all I could think in my head is, like, she's got more to give, to more to let go, mm-hmm. like, there's she's holding it back well it's harder for women no oh no i i 100 percent agree and so it's 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 been a it's been a journey of conversations of like hey you and i are good Mm -hmm. like let it all out like you have as much fun as you can have and if you come 15 times with one person that's not me like i'm not mad at you about that like i think that's amazing and I feel like it to some extent I've provided that opportunity for you, mm-hmm. and and where most wives are sitting there in a sexless marriage, you know, not happy, you know, coming like once a year, right? Oh, exactly, if they're lucky, yeah. and, and 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 not sitting here going like pat myself on the back, like oh, tell me, thank you, like, but there's a pride piece, like yeah. I'm like. Oh shit! Like yeah, I gotta I step just, my I gotta step my game up. I just yeah, and and I guarantee it, man. It's like fucking watching a YouTube video of how tos. Like yeah. oh, he did that shit. He raised his leg, and I'm just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to you like this next time. And no, it's it, it's so much fun. And well, and, and that like the conversation and the things that we both learned, like our sex life and our relationship is so different and so much stronger than it ever was before. So, so let me ask you something. So you you didn't have a bad first experience. It's just you were in your head. Yeah, I was like, about whatever. So <laughs> how much time would you say passed between, how much time would you say passed between your first and your second experience? Yeah, like two years. Two years? <laughs> it was a long time. It was that underwhelming. Okay. And was it the same guy, or you had no, found someone? No, no, no. You had yeah. found some well, yeah. someone different. So, the second time, and I'll backtrack a little bit, but 
how much time would you say passed between your second and your third time? Um, probably, I mean, like maybe a couple months or whatever, but that just goes back to like time and how busy we yeah, were, no, and I get all, it. you know, so it wasn't the, you the weren't in your years, head as much. Yeah. The two years in between was me like, mm, I don't know. I can't do this. this. I don't know if this is my thing. And just because it was, it was so, like I said, underwhelming. Like mm-hmm. I was like, well, if the payoff isn't there, then why are we doing this? Right. right? So I was like, I'm good. I don't need it. But then. After the second time, it was better, and so it was like, okay, let's keep trying this, you know. But it was it was pretty slow. Okay, so again, kind of going back to the the, the, the tipping point uh, question, how long do you think, or in looking back on it, did it take you to reach that tipping point where you're like, okay, this is the feeling that I would like, like, like now the the actual act the hotness of the actual act has now reached what we would talk about in bed like how long did it do you think it took to get for it to get to that point I don't know what it was in like years or months but it months but it was like you know a handful of guys Mm -hmm. right a handful of experiences the good ones after that first meh one right it was a handful like I got more comfortable okay and then our sex afterwards was just like blow your mind and so that was the payoff that was the tipping point so after a couple that were you know probably like they didn't make me come mm-hmm. it was it was just exciting and that vibe and you know the energy and then I would come home to him and like mind-blowing sex was like okay this is it okay so uh, what I'm what I'm hearing is even though your actual encounters with the guys, not that they were bad, but they weren't life altering, but the payoff with what you experienced with C at the end of those was like, okay, even if this is what I'm getting out of it, I can do this. Like if this is what the payoff is, I'm cool with what we have to do to get to this point. Yeah. And, and part of it was the reason that they probably weren't like the super exciting and it wasn't like, phenomenal with the guys was because even at that point I was hands off I was like you're gonna do the work so you weren't connecting with you them brought at all. this you... to me so you're gonna do the work you're gonna do the the sites you're gonna find the guys you're right. gonna vet them like just tell me when to be there right right because I was like so there was no I connection. don't have time for that there were, yeah. you were meeting these people with no real yeah. connection and now I'm, I'm curious because you said you just kind of said something about uh, going back to him were you having these encounters by yourself? Like, was he there? No. Y- yes, he was there. Okay. Not at first. Like, there was no way I was doing this by myself. No way. Okay, so if, even the first time he was oh, yeah. sitting right. Okay, yes, yes. okay. It wasn't until oh. five, six years in or something. Yeah. We legit went on Tinder, and he was like, find, find the guys that you're attracted to. What makes you hot? Like, And mm. so we would... Swipe right, swipe, swipe, a lot of left, a lot of left, right? <laughs> was that it? Left is left is yeah, bad. I yeah, don't know. Yeah. It was a lot of that, and then I would be like, "Oh, this one, this looks good," mm-hmm. you know. And so I would start that conversation, and not until I got more involved in it did my like connections with the guys start to be more like, "Okay, this is good. Right. This is good." It's not just with him. Like there was a little, there was more connection with them. A little more payoff with them, but it still then our sex afterwards was right. like, fuck, yeah. Okay, so like I said, I 
I know you from a certain point. So I, I it's almost like I see the finished product. You know, like I see, right. the, I see the cake behind the glass with all the icing and the decoration on yeah. it. And I didn't, I didn't see. No, the guy no, you the, saw me with no makeup yesterday. You've seen it all. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, I didn't see the, the, you know, the flour and everything in the, in the back in the kitchen right. and everything getting made. So, like I said, you know, and we, you know, we had a laugh about it. And I feel like I can talk about this because you've posted about it. But I've seen you with multiple guys. You know what I'm saying? So the, so there's been a leap. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, so, and I know one happy moment for the husbands, and you kind of alluded to this a little bit before, is oftentimes it's the husbands that are in the beginning that are kind of pulling the strings, pulling the strings. I'm setting it up. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And they're waiting for the moment for you to not necessarily start doing things by yourself, but just to take initiative. In other words, Show me that you really want this. In other words, if I if I let go of the wheel, are we just going to go veering off the road, or right. are you going to be staring yeah. us down the road? And so, do you remember like when that moment happened, where it was like, like you said the first time, you kind of like he felt like you did it to, and I I think this is very normal to make him happy. Yeah. Like yeah. In, right. in other words, right. That very first time, if at the last minute you were like, no, what, never mind, I changed my mind, I wanted to shoot it, been like, okay, cool. Yeah. You know, yeah. whereas now, not saying that she would, you know, it'd be like, okay, we need to have a conversation about this. Right. I you, think yeah. I think that it would be a lot tougher for her to process if I was like, hey, look, we're bailing out. This yeah. Is, it, it, I, I think. Yeah, like, we got to talk. I, it, and we're, like I said, ride or die and all this, and I think she'd be like, okay. Um, and but it wouldn't be a simple okay. Like no, there, there would be there no, would be questions think, and a I conversation. I think internally yeah. would be like, oh, we can't put this all back in the box. Like, <laughs> this, this we can't undo a lot of the things. But yeah, there was well, there was a moment there was a moment when that it was back to a birthday moment. And she's like, "What do you want for your birthday?" And I was like, "Well, it's not what the next door neighbor wants. <laughs> like this is what I want." And it's and, not and it was dicks. it was yeah exactly. And it was it was. It was right back to what you were saying about this moment where it's her taking the initiative and not because I still like every day I'm like, am I sure she's doing this for her? Mm-hmm. And and you can't force someone to like someone or do something, you know, and get them to want to do it on their own. But you expose them to it enough to where they can make this conscious decision like, yeah, no, I like this or I don't like it. And it was i was like yeah like you i want you to to find out you know where it's at for you mm-hmm. and all this and she started you know she connected with a guy and and this is this was the tipping point where it like became regular mm-hmm. and and she met a guy like in town and all this and they they hooked up quite a bit and she would drive like 45 minutes mm. to come see him and all this. And she was like, it's great. And she was doing it by herself and all this. And yeah. I was, it was super hot. Like I'd go to work and she's like, well, I'm going to go see so-and-so. Right. And I'm like, and like the hottest part for me was afterwards and driving home. And I would like send him pictures and send him texts about like what yeah. happened. And I knew that he was sitting in his office and I was like, yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Totally fucking with me. Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. like, I gotta yeah. go to the bathroom and yeah. check this out. <laughs> because uh, I knew how much it turned him on. Uh-huh. And I was like, Oh, I yeah. love being able to do that. 
care if he's in his office like that. Just yeah. that made yeah. it more exciting. Just for totally me. fucking up his day. Yeah. He's trying yes. to concentrate yes. and get yes. shit done. Yes. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that was that was kind of the moment where it was. I felt like she embraced it. Like, okay, I like this, and I've I've got control of what's happening, and it's not. I don't know. Like, I'm not going to tell you what was in her head, but for me, I saw that shift of, yeah, no, this is for me. It's not for him. Right. It's for us. It's and for she, us. And That's, she doubles down on that. And she was like, it's us. us. We're in it together. It's never just me and somebody else. It's yeah. it's us. But I saw her take that initiative and be like, yeah, no, this I is wanna, what I like. I want to, you just, you just said something that I, that I want to touch on. And like, all three can coexist. And I always bring this up because in the beginning, the husband is usually the catalyst. And the wife is like, well, I love my husband and I want to make him happy. Like, I don't, I don't think that there's anything wrong with that aspect of it. And then there's a shift where you start to take ownership of it. And I understand you saying, you know, kind of pushing back when he says it's for you, but... I don't want you to run away from that. In other words, that's the part that women need to hear is, okay, you know what? I'm doing this because I enjoy it. And the fact that he also enjoys it, that makes it wonderful. Yeah. But I feel like before it can become an us thing, you have to embrace the fact that this is something that I also enjoy. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's okay that I enjoy fucking other men. Like, I get pleasure out of fucking other men with my husband's consent, encouragement, support, all of that. Yeah. You know, in other words, now the fact that it's something that we are both able to enjoy, that's what takes it to a completely other level because now we've got this thing going on where we're, we're constantly pleasing each other. He's getting off on the pictures that I'm sending him, and I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying you know, the getting to know these guys and the, the actual physical act. Because one of the things I'll often say is for the husbands, especially the ones where they are strictly hot wife couples, where he doesn't play with other women at all. For the husbands, this lifestyle, you know, is basically 90% in their heads. Like the only physical part to this relationship is when they are able to be with you and have this kind of being this special sauce that's poured over your your sex life. Right. Whereas the wives, yes, it's a very mental lifestyle, but there's not a lot mentally going on when a dude's got you doggy yeah. and he's driving, <laughs> he's driving into you like right. that. That's physical. Yeah. yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? So the wives get to have this combination of the mental part of it, the physical part of what they actually get to experience with, you know, the bull or bulls that they play with as well as the physical part that they get to enjoy with their husbands. Yeah. Whereas the husbands, it's like that bar is like all mental, all yeah. mental. And then there's the, the, you know, the part that they get to um, experience with their wife. So I, I say that to say, I want to see you embrace that. Like there's nothing wrong with saying, because he, he wants to see you embrace it. Yeah. You know, like I, I get where the us comes from, you know, and it's, I guess it's like the last vestige of that good girl. Right. You know, where, no, I'm not going to be selfish you know, because it's selfish to say, I enjoy it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I think that it's important It's important that women hear that. You know what I'm saying? That it's yeah. important for yeah. women to hear that it's okay to say, because he, he can say he enjoys it. Like, he doesn't feel selfish for saying, yeah, I, I 
sitting back and watching my wife yeah. like right like I, I enjoy this the, right. the, this is my dick getting hard right. this ain't our dick getting hard right this is my dick getting hard you know what i'm saying and so why shouldn't you also be able to say you know what this is my pussy that's getting wet yeah. you, you know what i'm saying like this excites me but it's also something that that we can share you know what i'm okay, saying okay well so you're asking me yes i enjoy it <laughs> <laughs> i enjoy it there you go i said it I do. That's two things she's admitted to. <laughs> right, exactly. I did yeah. not say he was right for anything, right? Did I say he was right for anything? We're not going that far. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get no, there. I do enjoy it. I enjoy it physically. Um, I enjoy it emotionally. Like, for me, I'm not a, hey, nice to meet you. Let's go fuck. I'm like, it's more of a connection and, you know, talking and getting to know each other and then it has to be both for mm-hmm. me on that part. Um, and then it's us for sure. Like I said, like our sex life, our relationship, all that. But as a woman, it's uh, like it's empowering. It's freeing, especially for a girl like me who grew up like Miss Goody Two-Shoes, perfect child, perfect girlfriend for the longest time, perfect mother, all of that stuff, right? And it's freeing saying like, okay, I enjoy this. And and it's something that we both agree on, right? So right. that part is the only way that th- makes this acceptable for me. But it's it's that, like getting to be free. And I mean, it's honestly like, I don't know, you probably, hopefully you think the same. Like it's changed me. Like I'm more confident. I'm, I don't know, maybe easygoing. I mean, I'm real bossy. I'm real mean. But yeah, no, in this, yeah. like, I'm more easygoing, like, go with the flow. Okay. Like, I think it's it's really changed me as a person as, and as a woman. Like, okay. I well, and, like, for me to tell her she's hot every day, that's great. It's like this. your mom telling you you're right. handsome. Exactly. The, and, and, and it's genuine and all that. And she's like, oh, it's great. You have to tell me that. Because yeah. <laughs> you're my spouse. All yeah. this stuff. And... You know, especially coming to like a splash event or something like that where it's this controlled environment and people are here to fuck wives, right? And yeah, and are. and when she has, you know, this, you know, physical specimen just ripped up, you know, ready to go, dick dragging the ground behind him, it come up and like, damn, you are fucking hot. And Yeah, that and, does something for a wife and a mom, mm-hmm. right? Like, you're like, oh. Right. Gosh, it, I mean, it, and she's like thinking, well, two days ago, I was fucking doing laundry yeah. and all yeah. this stuff. And 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 I love that empowerment. And, and it's something that, like, I've always known, right? Yeah. And so to hear it from that outside, you know, source coming in telling her that, I mean, I don't think it was the first, you know, f- person that said that, but second, third, fourth, fifth. Yeah, the accumulation and, of it. And, and she's like, I might be hot. No, I don't know. I don't know. I might be hot. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like maybe, like, they can't all be lying to me. Yeah. And and I, and it's taken a, a little bit of that because the one-on-one stuff is, is like, okay, this is transactional to some degree. Like, if I'm going to get in this pussy, I got to, you know, I got to yeah. church it up and all this. And that happens here. But at the same time, she has people that have, you know, that, no, they're not going to get with her, but at the same time, are like, God damn, you're so beautiful. You are so amazing. 
wives, other husbands coming mm-hmm. up saying that, and that's where I'm just like, oh, it, it, there's exhale for me right. because I'm like, finally, it's starting to resonate with her. Like she's a beautiful person, and it's any shape and size. Like, it, and you know it here at these events. Like it's mm-hmm. all gamuts of you know, like every shape and size and all this, and you see confidence. With a three hundred pound woman to a ninety pound woman, the strut is mm-hmm. strut. is intoxicating. It's infectious. The head up, the sure. shoulders yes. back. Yes. And and I'm like, go on, like do your thing. Right. Like yeah. you're gonna get yours. Like this is amazing. And I love that you walk away from these events going, Oh shit. Like and mm. then you carry that little secret with you, you know, when you're going to your nine to five job or whatever. It's like, Yeah, you guys have no fucking idea how that actually brings up an interesting segue for me. I'm always curious about this with couples because you guys, everybody has a vanilla component to their life. Right. And, you know, whether it's family or, or friends or through work functions, you're around other couples. Yep. Are you now more aware of, I'm not going to say the disconnect, but one of the things that couples in this lifestyle often hear from their vanilla friends when they're together is like, won't you guys get a room? Or you're acting like, you act like you're dating. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Because these couples are, they're, they're so much more intimate with each other and they're comfortable with each other and they're, they're comfortable expressing their, their, not just their love for each other, but their attraction right. to each other. Whether it's the husband's not being able to keep his hands off his wife or sitting close. And then you become aware of how disconnected other couples is like, are they married or are they just friends? Yeah. Right. You know, like, does he find right. her hot? You know, you know what I'm saying? So uh, has that, ha, have you found yourself yeah. in those situations we, with and your we're, friends? And we're totally that couple. Like we're the couple that, pe- that people are like, Ugh, and, gross. and you know, for what it's worth, we've, we've always been that way. Mm-hmm. Like we've never been this, like, like we're always kind of hands on touching right. and her more than me because I'm a fucking talker. I'll just sit there <laughs> and talk. And she's like, put your hand on me, blah, 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 all this stuff. But I, I love that. But yeah, we've noticed with other couples and it's, it's more apparent when they're not like super affectionate. I'm like, God, that must suck. Mm-hmm. Like in, yeah. and, and I we'll talk about it. We get home, like we'll hang out a function or something like that. And we're like, so-and-so man, they, they are not connected. Like, I don't know what that's like in the bedroom, but mm. that's that's insane. Yeah. Um, and, you know, me, like, I'll dissect all these other, you know, all our friends. I'm like, yeah, no, they'd be cool in the lifestyle. They'd be cool in the lifestyle. And we, we always talk about this, that, like, our friends, like, yeah, no, they'd be great. They'd have fun. They'd have fun. They'd have fun. These people, fuck, no, they would not. Like, it, it, it's so fun to, to do that mm. and have that secret or whatever. But at the same time, I want to jump up on a rooftop and be like, listen, you guys are fucking missing out. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're wasting away. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. You know, it, it, being this conditioned, you know, doing what you're told to be doing. Yeah. And that, but that's not my place. No, like, I always, I always find it interesting because a lot of couples, like you said, in, in this lifestyle, when they're around their vanilla friends, it's inevitable that you're, you're asked this question by somebody that's a friend. What's your secret? And it's like, oh, I really wish I could tell you, yeah. but I can't. Yeah. You know, and, and again, I don't say it to say that you weren't, you know, always affectionate Fake with each before, other. Yeah. But the thing that this lifestyle does is it keeps it 
sharp because what you see in yeah. a lot of couples is yeah they'll start off like the first you know year or two you know a few years of their marriage things are right. great and they're like right. that and then honeymoon this, period yeah. right and then it just kind of you know tailors off whereas yeah. the couples in this lifestyle instead of doing this it kind of does this right Absolutely. and and you know what i'm saying and, like yeah. in your mind you're like yeah we're sitting here having mimosas and talking what you don't realize is that just last night yeah my wife was you know, and I, even though we're having this conversation, I can't get those pictures out of my mind. So right. all, all I can do in front of you is just rub her leg. But I right. guarantee you when we get home, I'm yeah. attacking this woman. Yeah. And, and, you know and make no mistake, like it, it's we're we're a husband and wife with kids and yeah. we got a daily grind and all this. And it's not like rainbows and fucking no. unicorns yes, and it is, <laughs> all the time but, but you'll it, walk by her in the kitchen while she's i'm sure it, you'll i'm sure you'll no. slap her ass oh my gosh and our, our kids our are kids like get that's so, so gross they get so pissed because <laughs> i'll smack her ass anytime i walk by anytime i walk by and they they and now it's become a piece where i'm just like hey kids look at this pop <laughs> <laughs> because they're just like oh stop it but at the end of the day as a as a um as a as a father, like I want my boys to treat their wife the same as I treat my wife, mm-hmm. as their mom. Like she is a queen. Mm-hmm. And I and I want that for my daughter and all this stuff. Like I I want Like find them. a man that treats you like I yes. treat your mom. Yes. And, and I, I want I tell I them all the that. time. I want you guys need to find somebody and I pray that you find somebody that loves you like we love each other and like we treat each other like that's the most important. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's so setting know, that example. Is right. Outside dynamic, you know, you know, remove like you need to love who you're with and and and, and it's got to be love first. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not a convenience piece like you need to love the person you're with. Because if you don't, if they don't, then you guys are doing a disservice, not only for yourselves, but if you have kids, then they're going to learn from that as well. And that's what they're going to grow up being the norm. And I want my kids to see that kind of affection, that love that we have for each other. And I'm not going to hide it. Even if it grosses them out. Yeah. yeah. No, and because they're going to they're gonna get older and it's like, oh, yeah. my dad's smack. My mama's ass. Right. Every <laughs> chance that he had because he loved her. Like, it, that's what I want them to feel constantly. Like, mm-hmm. I want them to know that. And I don't want them to be like, well, it was a cold household. Yeah. Like, dad came in. It was very, um, what is it? Um, I don't know. The the status quo. Yeah. Whatever. Like, I don't want them to feel that. I want them to be like, no, they're over the top. And that'll happen, like, you know, when you, you know, as a kid, we all, we've all been there. You know, you, you go away to college and you start meeting and hearing other stories. Right. And so it, it, when that conversation eventually comes up and they're like, my parents never did it. And your, your kids are going to be like, well, my dad always slapped my mom's ass. Yeah. You know, like, right. Like your dad didn't do that. Right. No. And I, and, <laughs> you know and I want that to be that norm right. because I grew up with a norm and I, I like met this girl in college. She came down. I don't know, from Minnesota, which I, right. guess, I guess is a thing. It was like, my dad sleeps in this other room and my mom sleeps in this room. I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, that's not how we rolled. Like, right. But it, 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 going back, like, I want my kids, this is the foundation they have. What they do with it is on them. But before they leave the house, we're going to do everything we can to where they they treat their significant other with the utmost respect and appreciation. 
and yeah, uh, we're going into yeah, like that, family <laughs> therapy yeah, at this point. But but yeah. that but that that goes back into that you know getting into the lifestyle. It's even gotten more of like I was walking in at breakfast. She's making me coffee, and I was like, "Damn, mm-hmm. I'm gonna smack that ass at seven in the morning." <laughs> and it's and it's that energy you know that comes from these deals and and all the ancillary you know engagements that just make it that much hotter. Yeah, and like the energy, like we can be exhausted from the daily grind, mm-hmm. you know, and we'll get into bed and then start talking about like an upcoming trip or right. like a, a a past visit that I had or whatever, and then it's just like, oh, there's that energy. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah, so like and I've got a fucking tent pitched in the, <laughs> yeah. in the bed like immediately. So before I let you guys get out of here, I always try to be uh, cognizant of the of the time. You kind of dropped your advice because you I ask people to give like advice, and I feel like the last thing you said kind of put a, 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 a nice little bow as far as advice. But specifically, I want to ask you, JJ. Um, you talked a lot about the, the 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 good girl thing, and I know that that's something that is a real struggle for a, a lot of women out there who are trying to navigate these waters and trying to trying trying to justify their involvement in this in this lifestyle so you have women who are listening to this so right now you're speaking directly to those women who are dealing with the exact same thing that you were dealing with and so what would you say to those women to make this journey even a little bit easier as far as look I know what you're dealing with I know what it feels like to have that the weight of that good girl and good girls don't do that what would you say to those women who are right now struggling and, and dealing with that same thing? Well, first of all, fuck, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Thanks a lot. <laughs> but you felt it. Thanks, thanks yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um, I, my advice, take your time. Mm-hmm. However much time it takes you, if your partner is in this with you, they're going to be patient. But take your time. Don't rush into it. Don't mess it up. You know, make sure that you are ready the first time or, you know, whatever, take your time. And then the other is just, I don't know, be yourself. It takes a lot of energy to try and be somebody you're not. Mm -hmm. And so when you come into this lifestyle, keep it about yourself. Always have your own, you know, thoughts and ideas about what you want and don't cross that line just because it's going to make your partner or your bull or whoever happy. Mm-hmm. Like just continue to be yourself and make sure that you're, when you walk away from an experience, you can say, okay, I'm comfortable with what I just did for myself. I don't care, you know, not bringing anybody into this or the good girl who I am on the outside. Like I feel comfortable with this. I didn't cross the line and pretend to be somebody that I'm not. Yeah, and I would double down as a husband that you encourage that with your spouse because the the fallout if you push your spouse to do something they're not comfortable with or um be someone they're not or do things they're, you know, don't feel right about and everything, the fallout is terrible. Mm-hmm. Like you're not you're not high-fiving at the end of something that 
you know, there's regret at the end of. Like, it's the constant encouragement, and it's, it's like, hey, this was good. All this. They come back and say, this was great. Then that's a win, right? right? You're excited. They're excited and everything, and how you build on that. If it only is that, that's you've got to be happy with that. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to be happy with that. If you keep pushing the envelope and there's like, I don't feel good about this, or I, this is outside of my, my realm, which I always push her. I'm just well, like, yeah, hey, just all these say, things yeah. or whatever. But, but there's it, growth when, in it. Yeah. When, I, when I hear no, it's like, okay, hard stop. That's, that's where we're at right now. But the same deal, you know, when we got in this lifestyle at first, she's like, no, fuck no, we're not going to do this. You just want to fuck other girls, whatever, all this. The conversation kept going. It, it's, it, and you hear this all the time, communication, communication, it, but it's be different. thoughtful about your communication as well. It's not just talking to talk. Like it's, it's getting in her head and understanding what her apprehension is or mm-hmm. what, what's holding her up. And you're right. Like this good girl, she's like, no, good girls don't do this shit. Well, there are some things I can't do. Right. And 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 that's and that's like that's great. It, it, I mean, there's just so many great things, and, and you you're <laughs> you're able to you're able to to you know create this this amazing world. You know, even if there's like hard stops in these other places, and you know, going to these events, you see some people that are just like wide open, and and you can't you can't try to mirror what they're oh. doing. That's a journey. You, can you don't know where they're at in right. their journey. They could be 30 years ahead of us or whatever, or it could have been like the wife went to the husband or whatever. Mm. This, you know, it, we're doing our journey, and and it's up to what excites her. Right. Because I'm, I'm fucking happy at the end of the day. Like, I'm Yeah, you're living good. a dream. I am. I really am. And And we had talked about, like, me fucking other girls and all that. And she's like, I don't know how I feel about that right now. And I was like, that's fine. Like, that's not where we're at or what we're doing right now. Like, I don't want to fuck up everything that we, we've got going on here. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you ever get to that spot, then we'll have that conversation. But right now, let's not let's yeah. not get the noise going. Let's let's yeah. keep good, driving forward. But Well, I want to thank you guys for, you know, for taking the time out. Like I said, we're here at Splash, and I know that there are other things that you could be doing. So I want to thank you for, you know, taking time out of your evening to come on here and let me be nosy. You know, yeah. and, and and share your story with my my listeners. Now, I will ask you um, if people want to reach out to you guys. I know that you know uh, you're on Twitter. Do you want to give my listeners your, what your ID is so that they can find you? Yeah, we're ATX Hotwife. Okay, so that's at ATX. Is it all one word? Any yep. hyphens or yep. underscores? So ATX H O T W I F E. Okay, and are you guys on, you know, SDC? We're on SDC and Cassidy, same profile. So ATX Hotwife? ATX Everywhere. Hotwife, yeah. Okay, so very, so very easy. Simplified. Yeah. Coming, coming. <laughs> Until someone fucks it up or something like that, and it, that's where we're at now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, like I said, I want to I want, I thank you guys. And before I get out of here, I, as always, I want to give a special shout-out to my Patreon supporters because, as you know, I wouldn't be able to do what I do if it wasn't for your continued support. That's what allows me to focus on bringing you content and all these fascinating interviews with these fascinating people and to come to incredible events like Splash. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you all. For those of you who are not yet Patreon supporters, like I say, 
maybe this will be the episode that makes you say, you know what, we like what that Michael C. guy is doing and we want to see him continue doing it. So whatever we can do to help facilitate that, we'll do that. And with that being said, I am your host, Michael C. This has been another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast, and I will see you when I see you. Peace.